Welcome to Busy Living So Bar. Busy Living So Bar. Busy Living So Bar. Oh my gosh. It's episode 160. 160. Did you hear me? 160 episodes. Crazy! Um, so we don't have anybody special here except for JF. If we all find JF special, which I do. Mm. And um, today's topic is self-pity. Oh, my God, that old pity party. Oh, my gosh, if you had my life, wouldn't you do this? Wouldn't you do that? Pour me, pour me, pour me a drink. Wowza. Mm. Self-pity was a driver of, you know, of making me drink, right? Because I was like, if you had my life, you'd drink too. I had such a horrible life. I had such horrible growing up. It was so bad, you know. Life was so bad. If you had had my, you know, my family, you drink too. It literally was like that. And so, you know, and drinking for me was such a, it made everything okay. It was an equalizer. It made me prettier. It made me smarter. It made me um, more funny. It made me not feel feelings. It was awesome. He's looking at me. It was awesome. And uh, when we think back to it and you think back to today and where we are today in this coronavirus, and by the way, anybody who's listening, you are in our thoughts and prayers, and it's tough. It is tough. These times are tough. And I've been trying to do a daily two-minute, maybe three-minute little video on Facebook Live where I just get cheery. And today I talked about I went out in my car and I had to go do, run an errand. I didn't really, I got out of my car for like 30 seconds. But then I got back in my car and I was driving around, and which I'm not, you're not supposed to do is drive around. But I was, I drove around and went and saw the ocean. And then I listened to the Billy Joel channel and it was awesome. I started dancing in my car and I realized going to the car is a good place to go when you need to get out of the way of other people. And so when I'm not wanting to feel self-pity and feel like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going through this. I can't believe I'm living through this. Why do we have to live through this? Like when I went to the grocery store, I went to the grocery store and I'm walking in, I walked in the grocery store for one. And this is last week. And I had a mask on and I had gloves on and I had on like long pants, even though I'm in Florida and it's 90 degrees. I had on long sweatpants, a long sleeve t-shirt. I had on a mask. I had on sunglasses and then I had on a hat and I had on gloves and I went in the grocery store and everybody else had, well, some people didn't have gloves on and some people didn't have masks on. I mean, now you have to have masks on here, but anyway, it felt so creepy, so creepy. I started humming. I started humming like, because I didn't want to feel how uncomfortable I was feeling. Mm. Have you felt like that, JF? Uncomfortable? Uncomfortable and self-pity and full of woe is me and woe is me or any of that during this coronavirus? I don't know if I... No, I don't think I particularly felt woe is me. Have you... What have you felt? Mostly I've been very busy. So... You know, I haven't... I mean, it's easy to, you know... I mean, my entire life pretty much I've had it better than... 99% of the people on the planet. So, you know, it's easy to get focused on the 1% that I don't have it better than. 
<laughs> um, but, um, I mean, we're all going through the same thing. The entire world. It's not even like the people in our town or the people in our state or the people in our country. It's the entire world. I mean, it's even on the news wires, I see like stuff coming out of like, you know, countries in the central Africa and, you know, Europe and all over Asia. And it's, it's everywhere. So everybody's in the same boat. And for the most part, I mean, most people I talk to, like most people I talk to are, are fine. You know, most people I talk to are, they, at least they say they're fine. They're like, yeah, I'm not doing what I want to do, but you know, it's okay. This, this will pass eventually. And then it'll be whatever it's going to be when it's all done. But it doesn't seem like, you know, most people that I'm talking to are upset or feeling a lot of angst or a lot of anxiety or a lot of anything. They're just, you know, everybody's finding stuff to do. I mean, you told me this weekend that you really have been grateful to have all this time you've been able to have to just to be reflective of your life that you wouldn't have had before. So, I mean, that seems like everybody's finding stuff to do, you know, so it's kind of nice. It's very much like, I feel like it's like we've gone on, we're all in timeout. You know, when you're a kid and you go in timeout, mm -hmm. I feel like the whole world's been put on timeout, including me. So instead of having the pity party that I used to have, and I'm sure there are people out there that are probably feeling pity and feeling sorry for themselves. I'm sure there are people that are out there that are feeling like this right now. And I'm sure people are out there really hurting about what they're going to do about their jobs and about their incomes and about what they're going to do moving forward. Or God forbid you're sick and you're listening to this and you have this and it's, um, it's scary. And that's stuff that makes that's fear. Mm -hmm. that makes you want to drink you know the fear is huge and then the self-pity and only thinking about yourself that also makes you want to drink right right so it's getting out of yourself that's like i think the big thing so you know as i just mentioned with, about the grocery store and going and feeling very creepy and i felt very creepy thank god i i don't go to the grocery store very often anymore i don't go to any stores I have like pretty much everything delivered because I'm too scared to go out and I don't want to go out and it feels very uncomfortable. So I make that choice. I also do not watch the news because that is also uncomfortable mm -hmm. because it's all stuff. I have no power. And it's very much like if you do the 12 steps of AA, it's I've talked about this before. It's like, I'm powerless over everything. I'm powerless over the coronavirus. I'm powerless of whether or not it's going to you know get me or not. I know Though, if I do some th certain things, I stay in my house, I don't go to stores, I don't go to drugstores, I don't go anywhere. If I just stay here, I have things delivered, I wipe them down with Clorox bleach, then I'm going to have a better chance of not getting it, right? Oh, absolutely. There's, you know, there's apparently a lot of suggestions that you can follow. Like, you know, when you do go out, stay away from people, wear a mask. Wear gloves, you know, don't touch your face. When you get home, take your stuff off, whatever you wore the, when you were out, throw it in the washer, then throw yourself in the shower. You know, just suggestions. It's not that, it's not that difficult. And that's, I guess for me, that's the only part I don't like about going out is when I bump into people that I like are getting too close to me. It feels uncomfortable. Yeah, because I'm trying hard, you know, I, I mean, I'm trying hard to, you know, like keep the house clean for the entire family. And uh, 
So that part bothers me. But I was, I, I actually, I went to the grocery store for the first time in a long time on Saturday, and I was really glad to see like they make everybody wear a mask now, and it felt much better. You know, I mean, yes, I guess it looked strange, but I didn't really think about that. I just thought like, oh, this feels much better that everybody has a mask on. It feels much safer. Yeah. And it seemed like a lot more organized and, you know, people are, people are getting along with it. But it's interesting. I talked to, I actually talked to two people tonight. One of them, she lost her job. And uh, so she said, you know, I was, I was feeling sorry for myself, but then I realized like, this is what I needed because I've been stuck in this job that I really don't like for a long time. And uh, I finished my school and, you know, I've been ready to like, move on to the next level. Well, now I have to move on to the next level. So I'm actually glad that it happened now instead of feeling sorry for myself. And the other one was a person who had coronavirus. He's better now. And uh, he's a, a flight attendant. And he said, um, you know, so I, he said, when he was telling the story, he said, I, it stunk to have it, but I didn't have to go to the hospital. I was terribly sick for a while, but I'm fine now. So, um, I have tested negative. They're going to test me one more time. And if I'm negative again, he said, then I'm going to click my heels together because I'm just picking up the first flight that I can pick up, whatever it is. I don't care where it's going. I just want to fly someplace. And he said, you know, and apparently I think I'm immune to it now. So I think I'm okay. So, you know, these are two people that, you know, are, you know, is made the, the half empty glass into a half full glass or however you want to look at it. You know, it's all a question of perspective. And, uh, you know, and you mentioned that the self-pity thing is when all the perspective is on me, then it's really easy for me to fall into that. But, you know, my, I know that the antidote to that is to, for me to go out and find somebody else to help. And there is, I don't even have to leave the house to find somebody to help. You know, that's how lucky I am. I have people right here that can, Always use help with something. So if that isn't the truth, you know, it's, um, it's, you brought up a lot of good things and, um, I feel, and whoever's out there and if you've lost your job, I'm so sorry, but I know you're going to find a better one. And if you're out there and you have this, I pray you get, get through with it, get through it and are okay on the other side. Like the person that Jay have heard about today, you know, it's, um, it's been an interesting time and getting back to what I said, I was grateful for, you know, I've been doing this gratitude list and for the people that don't know and didn't hear me, um, listen to me. Um, I was doing, JF might have to get up and go. He's got another phone call. Maybe he won't get up and go. He's not getting up and leaving. So you hear the phone ringing in the background. He's ignoring his phone call to stay on here with us. Oh my God. I feel so honored. But anyway, so as, as I digress, um, you know, we were talking about gratitude and a lot of people know that I'm doing this Oprah and Deepak Chopra um, series called Hope and it's free and you can go um, into your browser on your computer and put in Oprah and Deepak uh, meditation series on hope. And the whole, and um, I've taken a lot of things from this series this time, things that I never even thought about. Like for one, um, helping people by you being hopeful. Like I want to be hopeful. 
I want to be hopeful today. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to look at what all that scary stuff I talked about earlier in the podcast. I want to look at the positive things. So the positive things are that since I've been locked in this house and I'm, I, for one, I have an opportunity to spend time with my kids that are adults. And I thought that was over when they left to go to, especially my oldest one, because he already graduated from college and has his own apartment house and everything. So I thought, oh my gosh, this isn't going to happen again. So I've had that happen. That's been huge having my kids here. Um, we get on each other's nerves, but we're actually, I think, doing pretty well. Wouldn't you say we're doing pretty well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing pretty well with that. I give you guys a solid seven. Oh, we get a seven out of ten. That's good. So then, um, <laughs> not like I want to be graded, but because um, we all know that being graded feels uncomfortable. Being judged feels uncomfortable. But... Um, and then I've realized, you know, I have always wanted to paint... And I mean, not paint a wall and not paint a house, but paint pictures. And I have been painting. I've been painting a lot and I've been drawing and painting and not putting a lot. I don't know. I'm just learning so much. Like today I did some eyes that I'd never done eyes that looked like this before. And it felt so good. You know, I, um, I love doing things that I never really took the time to do, even though I wanted to do them. You know, I've always been somebody that does needlepoint, so I always do crafts, but I've never really done something like this, which was, I thought, really out of my, I was never going to be able to do well. And I'm getting better and better at it. And that's something that I'm really proud of. I really, I'm painting birds because I love birds. And I actually joined the Audubon Society, which is the Society of Birds. And um, I joined that and they send me pictures. So I see other pictures of birds that I want to paint. And it's been really, really, really nice. And then what JF mentioned is the self-reflection. That's something that I haven't done in a really, really, really long time. Because let's face it, I'm always going, 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 going. I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Hence, I'm busy living sober. And um, so I never really took time to just reflect and see what I want. And you know... We just went, this has just been a holy week with Passover for um, our friends that are Jewish. And then it's been, it was Easter and which is a new beginning and a new birth. And that's where I feel like I am in my life. Like it's just, you know, I'm 51. So it's the back nine for sure. And you know, the back nine of my life. And what do I want my life? Like what's important today? What do I want to make a priority and what things I can let go of that I don't really need? And that's really freeing. That's really freeing is to have that, you know, ability to sit down and think about things and change things that I don't like about myself. I'm talking to friends I haven't talked to in a long time. I am picking up the phone and calling friends all over the country that I haven't spoken to in a long time. I talked to one friend for two hours on Saturday. Today I talked to a friend for an hour and 15 minutes. A lot of people tell me they're doing the same thing. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, like talking to old friends is so huge. I talked to another old friend last weekend for another two hours. And I'm really using this opportunity to pick up the phone and reach out and call people that I miss in my life, like my old friends. And it's been um, it's been so nice to catch up and just hear how everybody's doing. And it's, um, it's so nice because everybody has time to talk. And it's not like, oh, I've got to go here. I've got to go there. It's all like just it's really touching base and seeing how people and listening and talking and sharing things. And it's just been I have to say that part of it. There's been a lot of benefits to this. You know, yeah. what, what benefits do you think? It's all perspective, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
What was it, what do you think is a benefit that you've that you've gone through with this? Well, it's just it's it's quieter. You know, it's peaceful. There's not a lot of noise. The weekends are slow, so I'm adapting to that. You know, and it's not like you have to like dash off to do thirty different things because there's nothing to dash off to. So that's kind of nice. It's just the whole. I mean, it's it's become life has become more languid. Languid. What does that mean for the listeners out there? Languid. Tranquil. Tranquil. Mm-hmm. Peaceful. Serenity. Slow. Serene. Slow. Just slowed down. Yeah, it's been nice. I mean, we're we're very, you know, this has been weird for us because we normally are on the go as a couple a lot. And we play golf and we do this and we're very active. So that's been... Well, I haven't put gas in the car in a month. <laughs> that's crazy. Not in a month. No. I haven't put gas in the car in a month. Which and gas prices... When you, when you put five miles a week on your car, it makes sense. You don't need to put a lot of gas in it. Yeah. I mean, that's another good thing is putting gas, you know, you're not using the gas. We do, we tend to, um, I mean, the one other thing when JF was talking about people getting into your peripheral vision or into your space and how uncomfortable it feels when you're like walking the dog and somebody, I mean, I talked about this last week, but it happened again. You know, people bring their dogs, like get closer and I'm just like, stay away. I do not want you close to me. This is social distancing. And, um... And people are, you know, they're just, they're just rude, whatever. I don't know if they're inebriated, what they are, but it's just, it's, some people just aren't. So that being said, we don't go where we live at like five o'clock when everybody's outside walking their animals, because let's just face it, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be around people. So now we're getting up at six o'clock in the morning and we're going and walking and there aren't as many people out at 6 a.m. So you can get out and get some exercise and not have anybody near you. And depending on wherever you are in the country, you know, it's like get up and it's getting nicer all over the country. It is. It's spring. So it's getting nicer. I'm sure some places are still cold. I know in Maine that last Thursday it snowed three inches in Portland, mm. Maine. Mm. Not where I am. No, not where you are. But in Portland. No, I think I was 94 last Thursday. <laughs> It's been warm in Florida, not like we're complaining. But, you know, back to the pity party. And if you're out there and you're feeling like, oh, my God, oh, my God, woe is me, woe is me, woe is me. It never feels good to have woe is me. A tool that's really great that I keep that I wanted to mention when it, we were talking about the hope thing and I was talking about the Oprah and Deepak thing is that the gratitude. You know, a grateful alcoholic will not drink. And so what are you grateful for? I start my morning. I have a gratitude list with some friends. So if you have some friends that you like are close to, um, ask them if they want to do a gratitude list with you. If you're feeling funky and you're not feeling great, like get up in the morning and say, all right, I'm going to send a gratitude list. I mean, even if it's like, I'm grateful that I woke up today or I'm grateful that I live in a house or I'm grateful I have shelter or I'm grateful that I have a cup of coffee or I'm grateful that I have a bathroom. I'm grateful that I have running water. I'm grateful. I mean, I could go on and on and on at what we can be grateful for, but I recommend getting a group of people if it's five, you could even have three. You could even have two um, people. And 
start a morn in the morning sending each other what you're grateful for. And then it starts to take, and then you get more and more and more creative. And then you, you know, with these smartphones, you can send photos, you can send photos of your pets, of your kids, of the outside. If you see a flower blooming, if you see grass coming up for the first time, whatever that is, that will help you get out of the pity party by having gratitude. Now we started off in the morning and I know for me by if, if I start the gratitude in the morning, I'm pretty good most of the day, but let's say by three, four, five o'clock, I might not be as grateful anymore. So then how do I get back to gratitude? Well, for me every night, and I've been doing this, I think for two weeks now, every night before I go to bed, I write down things that I'm grateful for. And it is a great way. It has definitely put me in a better place. And um, I have another friend that has been having a hard time. She's having very hard. She has younger kids. And I know for all those moms that are out there that are listening that have young kids. I mean, I'm just going to, I'm giving you an around of applause. I, um, I, 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 um, I'm, and I admire you. I'm in awe of you and you all deserve a major parade after this because being homeschooling your kids and being home in a house with your little kids is tough. And if anybody hasn't told you that, I'm, I think it's awesome that you're doing it because I think being at home with small children would be tough. And so anyway, back to what I was talking about as I regress. But so this friend of mine has young kids. She has two young sons. And we all know little boys. Little boys like to get into trouble. Little boys like to run around like crazy. And it's wearing on you. It's wearing. It's exhausting. You have a pity party because of that. You're like, oh, my God, these kids, my life, this sucks. I can't go out. I can't do my running. I can't do this. I can't do that. And that's where my friend is, and she's in a bad way. And so three or four days ago, I think it was, it was Saturday, I think she started it. The 10th, she started it. So I guess that was, we're on day three. So three days ago, I said to her, I said, why don't you write down, and JF's the one that recommended it, why don't you write down every day things that you aren't grateful for, but you are grateful for? Am I saying that right? No, it's more like things in your life that be grateful for things in your life that you don't want to have in your life. Okay, so give us an example. So like might be a flat tire. Okay. Might be coronavirus. You know, might be a head cold. Might be I stubbed my toe. Might be I stepped in dog poop in my bedroom. You know, whatever it is. And how do you get grateful for something that's as bad as getting up and walking in dog poo in your bedroom? Which well, I don't even know why you thought of that one, but that sounds horrible. Okay, so what? how would you be... How do you change that from a negative to a positive? Well, it's all a matter of perspective, right? So if it's, if it's God's world and he has the plan, well, he's going to throw... A lot of things out there that aren't my plan okay and that's where I that's where I lose touch with things so what I've learned about myself is if I can look back at my life there's especially I'm sure everybody can probably do this there's things in my life that happened that were just devastatingly terrible at the time like this lady that I told you about tonight that lost her job okay I lost a job one time and it was just it was devastating well you know, and it was, and it, it was really hard to get over and it was very difficult, but 
you know, now time's gone by and I look back and say, you know, I can easily say, well, thank God I lost that job because I never would have given that job up. I would have held on to it forever and it would have, it would have just limited my life so much by being stuck in that job that I didn't even know I was stuck in. So was I grateful at the time I, I lost the job? Of course not. I was, I was destroyed by it, but you know, I can be grateful now. So my point to myself is, is that I, I lack perspective to really know if something's good or bad until some time goes by and I can look back at it. All I know is that if I don't want it, it's bad. And, and I, so I need to be grateful for these things that happen. And I never know why things happen, but supposedly everything happens for a reason, right? So maybe I got up and my door wouldn't open, you know, and I had to spend 20 minutes trying to figure out a way to get my door open to get out of the house. Okay. That could really tick you off, right? Because God damn it, I'm important and I'm in a rush and I need to be someplace and blah, 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 blah. Well, maybe I should be grateful for that because maybe God made that door get stuck to keep me out of some trouble that was going to happen five minutes up the road, right? So by keeping me stuck in my house for 20 minutes, I'm out of harm's way. I have no idea. I don't know what goes on in God's world. You know, all I know is that I should be grateful for it. So now here I am. I've been in my house now for three weeks. I should be grateful for that. You know, I don't know what it's keeping me away from. But I know where I am. I'm safe. I'm sound. I'm happy. Surrounded by people that love me. You know, I should be grateful for all that. Right? I shouldn't be like, wah, I'm stuck in my house. Wah, I can't go out. Wah, these people are getting on my nerves. Wah, they don't pick anything up. Wah, 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 wah. You know? But it's all got to be in my perspective. So and that's that's the purpose of the exercise. And it really, I think, is working for my friend. And, and it works for anybody. Yeah, and if, so if you're out there and you feel like you can't get out of the, oh my gosh, eh, oh my gosh, eh, I see this talked about, nobody's cleaning up after themselves, I can't go out, I can't go to the gym, I can't do this, I'm getting so fat, I hate myself, all the rest of it stuff, which is all the thoughts that have gone through me, I then turn around and go, God, but I'm so grateful that I've had this time to get quiet, to have this time to reflect, to have this time to have, you know, gratitude, and the re... I think acceptance comes in here too. I think acceptance is huge too. I think accepting where we are and instead of fighting it, roll with it. And if we accept things the way that they are exactly the way they're supposed to be, like JF just said, if we accept that, then we can have a life that's beyond anything because we're in acceptance. Yeah. And I also look at it too. It's like we've been given the opportunity to spend time in a nice, safe place, you know? It's safe at home. And we get to spend time here. Yeah, and everybody gets to spend time in their homes. And, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you're battling and you're like, oh, my God, this is so hard not drinking and this is what I want to do now or doing drugs, whatever it is that's out there. And I just want you to know that you can do this. You can do this. And it isn't, it's your perspective. It's the way you want to look at something. And we have talked about this on podcast after podcast, but looking at the glass half full or half empty, as JF says, it's just a glass. Mm -hmm. And you having that perception and perception, uh, I can't say the word, um, However you perceive things is the way that you want to perceive things. As, as human beings, we are allowed to change our mind and we are allowed to change things. It's like I today, I got in my car and I'm going back to my story, a story I talked about this morning. I went back. 
I was in my car. I'm listening to Billy Joel, who I love. I just love Billy Joel. And I was listening to Billy Joel, and I was like, this was such a huge gift. I, I left my house full of fear, but guess what? I realized that my car, it might not even, your car doesn't even have to leave your driveway or its garage. I mean, it doesn't have to leave anywhere. It can be just on your piece of property. And if you're outside and you can open your sunroof and it, you can put down your windows. And if you are somewhere cold, you can have the heat on. And if you're somewhere hot, you can put the air conditioning on and you can sit in your car and have a total party in your car and have the best time. Mm -hmm. And realized like, oh my gosh, I just needed a time out. I just needed to go sit, get some sunshine and just feel the sun on my face and listen to some music that I want and had some, have some alone time just for even five minutes. It gives you a totally new perspective. Just changing your environment of going from your house to your car can change it that fast. I believe you. Have you done that? Well, I love getting in my car. But you can't get because that is alone time in the car. It's nice. I agree with you. But you can't really get in the car. You're not really technically supposed to get in your car I and drive I anywhere. I put, I put five miles a week on my car now, if that. Maybe three miles a week. So you can just sit in your driveway, right? Sure. And my driveway is 15 feet long. Yeah, and just sit in your driveway and just open your roof. I mean, he can put down his top if he wanted to and just sit out there and listen to his favorite tunes. Mm hmm. Well, you guys, thank you so much for everyone that's listening. And um, I wanted to say, you know, on Thursdays, I'm doing a new series. I've, I'm interviewing somebody tomorrow. Last week, I had an interview with somebody else. So I have new people that have been reaching out and they want to come on the show. And I thought, why not? A little more information for at least for at least the month. And we'll see how we are at the end of the month after we do these four people and how if anybody writes to me and says how great it is or not. I'd love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. And the people that do reach out, thank you so much for reaching out. I do want to say I am on a Zoom meeting every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link is on busylivingsober.com under Morning Hope. That's the name of the meeting, Morning Hope. And the Zoom number and all that is on there. Again, if you go to morn, if you go to busylivingsober.com and you go underneath the subhead heading that says Morning Hope. Also, if you want to reach me, you can reach me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com. And, you know, we have somebody fun that I'm interviewing tomorrow that's going to go up on Thursday. So I'm excited about that. So life is good. Thank you so much, JF, for coming on. I know you weren't really psyched about it, but you did it. And thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, as always. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so until next week, keep getting busy living sober. Bye-bye.